It's Peps and J-Dog here for Tipped Out, our round three tips. And I'll tell you what, if you're thinking about going to the football this Easter weekend, there are a plethora of cracking games to get into, and we're going to do that in just a moment. But before I do, thank you, every single one of you that is listening right now to Tipped Out and our sister show, Lace Out, because we are having a phenomenal response so far this year. So we thank each and every single one of you. But I also have to thank the greatest co-host I could ever have. And we know who that is. That's Jamie the J-Dog Wallace, who's here to share his wisdom about round three. J-Dog, how you going, buddy? Hey, Peps. I'm good, thank you. How are you going? I'm pretty good. It's uh, Easter's coming up. But more importantly, football is the winner if it was uh, Dipper was here right now. Because if you have a look at some of the games that we're going to be talking about uh, about this weekend, it can set some futures up and some seasons could almost be finished if the teams do not get a win. Peps. Yes. Uh, quick hands. I know we're taking over a segment that we take sometimes from our regular show. Um, can you describe to me what happens over the next four days of the Catholic uh, Days of Importance, please? Yes, certainly. So we have Good Friday. What's that? What happened on Good Friday? Uh, Jesus passed away. It was okay. in the tomb. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 What happened Saturday? Just a day of mourning. Just a chill out. Yep. And Sunday? He, he rose from the dead. He did. And then Monday? Just recover from all the Easter eggs that we've eaten. You just said, come on, boys. Geelong Hawthorne. Let's go. That's, that's basically it. Exactly right. So <laughs> that, that's, that, hey, kids, don't worry about Wikipedia and Easter. Tipped out has it all for you. So, all right. Here we go. Tonight, Thursday, uh, 7.40 p.m. Now, this game was originally going to be in Brisbane, uh, but uh, but due to the COVID crisis that's happening out in Brisbane, we've had to spin it around, and Brisbane are now in Melbourne. So it is Collingwood versus the Brisbane Lions at Collingwood's traditional home of Marvel Stadium, 7.40 p.m. Collingwood have won the la- two out of the last three of these games by an average margin of 46 points. They had a good win against Carlton last week. The Brisbane Lions are zero and two. They have to win because the chances of them making finals from zero and three could be quite slim. Yeah, and it is a bit done. of it is a bit of Gwyneth with this one. This is Gwyneth because if this was in Brisbane, I'd be tipping the Lions. Right, but because it's in because it's in Melbourne, because of everything that's happened, they didn't pack enough jocks and socks for the week. And from what Collingwood did last week and how they pretty much turned this, they did turn their season around. Brady Grundy came back. Uh, Jamie Allardy is going to be a bit of a miss with that one, unfortunately. I'm just going to have to side with Collingwood, which I don't normally do. Yeah, I'm probably with you, Peps. Brisbane, it's, as you said, it's a must win. I mean, you go zero on three, you've got, it's, it's like 2% chance of making the eight from there. Yep, and, and and essentially they've done their they've done their top four already. Yeah, top four. I don't think top four is gone, but it's going to make it extremely difficult just to play finals, let alone worrying about a top four position. Yeah, so I'm definitely going with Collingwood on that one. You're going with the Pies as well, so it's good to see that we're unanimous. Now we've got the the Good Friday game that's been in for a couple of years, and let's just nip this one in the bud. These are the two teams that should keep this game. Every single year. And for all the naysayers that have been out there, 
talking about why does North get the game? They haven't haven't won for so long. Their crowds are down, etc. Well, I'll tell you what, Carlton supporters, your team has done nothing for the last 10 years and you get to open up the season every single year. So if we're going by that calculation, you should not have the first game of the year. So these two teams, they don't have any blockbusters. This should be their blockbuster and let them build it up uh, to something that rivals something. So, Can you imagine, Peps? Yep. Jesus up there on the cross dying for our sins. He's like, oh, God, don't put a North Melbourne Western Bulldogs game. What have we done? For our sins. Oh, <laughs> please. I don't agree with anything J-Dog has just said this then, okay? Let these two teams, you know, they're suffering enough as it is. Let them, you know, let's not let them suffer. And remember, this is a massive thing for the, the Good Friday appeal for the Royal Children's Hospital here in Victoria. Certainly, lots of money so goes you to can, it. Yeah, that's, and if you can donate to it, um, it's a massive cause because uh, we've both got kids. I know a number of you listeners out there have kids as well, uh, and they're a massive, massive institution down here in Victoria. It's been going on 90 years. Uh, Jamie was almost th- was there for the first uh, appeal. And, um, yeah, so it's going to be a big part. But, I, I, look, I've got to keep this one short. Western Bulldogs are going to absolutely demoralise North. Look, they're going through a massive rebuild. It's going to be a tough one. Look, as long as North can, can hold out, but just you look at that midfield, McRae, Bontem, Pally, Libba, Dunkley, oh, who else? You could just name anybody at the moment. They are just flying. They're, they're in a really good spot at the moment, and they're going to probably win this one. They have won two out of the last three by an average of 21 points, uh, but I think this is a different North, and it's definitely a different Bulldogs. Yeah, and look, Western Bulldogs, we know how they play. They play a high disposal game and they're averaging almost more than, uh, averaging almost 100 more disposals per game than North Melbourne at the moment. Yeah, beautiful. So we're both going with the doggies for that one. And like I said, that one's going to be at Marvel Stadium kicking off tomorrow. And if you can't watch it, on Channel 7, you know it's going to be on Foxtel, 4.20 start. We're heading in to a, another game, Friday night game. So two Good Friday games. This is going to be an interesting one. At the start of the season, if you said the Crows versus the Gold Coast Suns at the Adelaide Oval would be a bit of a must-watch, you'd be saying you're dreaming, Dale. Get the jousting sticks. 7.50 p.m., Adelaide Oval. The Crows have been playing some pretty good football, surprised in the first round and stuck pretty close for, for last week as well too. The Suns. Also playing some pretty good football. They were massively close close to uh, West Coast the previous week. Looking at the two teams, funny enough, I'm just going to go with Adelaide for the simple fact is that the Adelaide Oval. Uh, normally, I'd go with uh, the bigger one. The Crows have won two out of the last three by an average of, uh, funny enough, 84 points. Mm. Yeah, but... The one that the, the Gold Coast won, they took that out by 53, which was the most recent one. But I think it's a bit of a different Adelaide team. They started to click last year. They've definitely clicked in the first two weeks of the season. And I'm going to go with a bit of an upset. I don't, looking, at, looking at the line of betting here at the moment, the Suns are favourites to win this. But I still think that there's something about – they've got the big Texan down there and he is absolutely tearing it up at the moment. I'm going with the Crows, J-Dog. Right, okay. I'm going to go for the Suns, only for the fact that I don't think the Texan can do three weeks of that form in a row. Without the Tex up there, the big Texan up there kicking fives and sixes, I don't see another passage for goal for the Adelaide Crows, so I'm going to go the Suns. Ooh, interesting. Okay, so that one is definitely going to be a KO Foxtel uh, game to get onto because now we're going to be moving into the big dogs. Saturday, April the 3rd, Dusty versus Buddy, 1.45pm at the MCG. I'll actually be going to this game with my daughter. She's asked to go to the footy. And I've 
the games available. It was either this or Essendon and St Kilda. We went the logical two. So we're going to see the Buddy versus Dusty show. Looking at the history between these two teams, it's been the Tigers, last three, um, average winning margin of 18 points. The Tigers can't do anything wrong at the moment, but, geez, I'll tell you what, I reckon there could be a little bit of a challenge with the Swans' forward line. The way that they move the ball, they're quick, they're fast, something that I don't think the Richmond back line has uh, been known for. They've got a very, very good system of back work back there. How they're going to go one-on-one with the way that the game is now, zone defences may not be uh, the perfect scenario. But they've just got a lot to worry about down there. McDonald, Papley, Buddy's back. We've got, don't forget, Errol and and others to run around. Heaney, that's a lot of firepower that the Swans have, have got at their disposal. Mind you, look at who that Richmond have got. Rewalt, Lynch, they've got Dusty, they've got... Um, probably second best midfield running around at the moment as well too. So I think this is going to be a close one. I'm just going yeah. to go with the. I'm just going to go with Richmond because it is at the G, the bigger ground. They play it better than nobody, uh, and I just think that they're just a little bit stronger at the moment. Even though the Swans have been kicking the biggest scores so far this year. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I mean, Tigers last week, as you said already, that you know that system, the back system, works absolutely beautifully and the game is for them suited at the MCG. It's where they play the majority of their games. Um, Budwa back on the G, that is going to be, as you said, Peps, the highlight for, not for Saturday because we know what's coming up, but that is going to be amazing to see again. Um, but for me, ugh, I'm going to go Sydney for this one. I think that Asprey, Bolter and Grimes will have their hands absolutely full dealing with Sydney's pace coming through that uh, forward line. Ooh, that's nice. And that's going to be a Fox. It's a shame that this is a game that's going to be on Foxtel. Yeah. KO. Uh, you know, it would have been a blinder to be seeing live on the TV because it would have been a ripper. But I'll be going there. I'll be taking my daughter, Maya to go and watch potentially two um, two finalists for the season. So I'm pretty excited by going to have a look at that one there. All righty. Going from the highs and dropping down to the lows is the 4.35 p.m. game at Marvel Stadium. The Essendon Bombers versus the St Kilda Saints. Look, this is going to be at Marvel Stadium, the traditional home of these two teams. The Saints have been pretty good over the last three, winning uh, by a average margin of 23 points, two out of the last three. Look, I've got to go with a team that shows so much. Uh, they did so much against the Ds last week. If they kick straighter, it could have been a different result um, against a team that has shown absolutely nothing from the coach down. Um, Essendon are woeful. They will be a bottom two team for the season. They've got way too many injuries. They've just lost another three players from the previous rounds. They're, they're hitting the bottom of the barrel, and if they tilt the barrel and see all the gunk that's underneath it, they might be able to find somebody who can play underneath there. They've just got too much, too many injuries. They're just not good enough at this stage, and I just think St Kilda are going to bounce back um, and bounce back hard. This is going to be a definitely over 39.5 points, so stick that one in your multi. Yeah, I think that might be more of a case of walking into the Essendon rooms before the game and doing a bit of a roll call to see who actually is still there on the list because it's getting pretty thin down there at the Essendon Football Club. Um, And I think uh, it's going to get pretty messy. I think St. Kilda are going to make a mess. Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty messy. Apparently, HBO have commissioned the next season of The Walking Dead and are just going to film Essendon for the year. (laughs) All righty. 8.10 p.m. Optus Stadium. Now, this is going to be an absolute 
cracker. If it was KB, it'd be a real uh, ring, ring-a-ding-dinger. West Coast Eagles against your mob, J-Dog, Port Adelaide, 8, 10 p.m. at Optus Stadium. I'm going to let you open this one up and um, go with your thoughts and then we'll roll in from there. Probably game of the round, to be completely honest with you, Peps. Saturday night, letting into maybe get stuck into the chockies a little bit early before the Sunday. Yeah, bit of Bailey's. Bit of Bailey's, yeah. Bailey's, um, Cabri Cream. Optus Stadium, so West Coast home ground. Uh, Port Adelaide versus West Coast, probably the two... Um, uh, I don't know, sort of two. The most damaging forward line, Port Adelaide. That's might be biasy a little bit. Versus the three tall timbers in West Coast. I am genuinely looking forward to this game because last time Port played them, I think uh, it was a win, but I think that was um, not by many at the time. But for me, Port Adelaide by 20. Ooh, interesting. Well, you have won two out of the last three. Last year it was by 48 points. Uh, the one before that, it was 42. So you have a nice little margin there of around about 45 points. So that's a nice little thinker. Mind you, though, um, the the 42 was at Optus Stadium, which is interesting. And then they they took you apart by four points before that. Look, I, I think that Port, Ad- Port Adelaide are the team to beat. Mind you, you haven't played much over the first couple of weeks. No, so if we put that in, so, yeah, it is your first real test, and it's away from home. Tough man. That saying, I have total faith in what you've delivered over the first couple of weeks um, will outplace. You're going to have to stop the Nick Nat. Um, it's amazing how a guy can get 40, 40 touches, uh, do absolutely nothing else around the ground, and be known as a BOG player. I don't get it. Tell me, someone has to show me why. I just think that you're going to be too strong up forward, and what a Razio is going to do. But you've got a Razio, they've got Flying Ryan. Eight. There's plenty to like about this. Is the game? More. This is this is the game to take out your your um your, your seven day trial of KO or your fourteen day KO day of KO or Foxtel. Watch this one because it is going to be an absolute cork. But I'm definitely going with poor power because um I don't want you to be upset when we do when we do lace out on Tuesday night. And kind of Rosie returns for this game just to keep oh. adding in keep adding into the pile of who we've got coming back at the moment. It is dripping. It is, it is oozing, oozing. All right, Easter Sunday, get out the chockies and the bunny feet, everybody, because it's going to be a happy Saturday for a couple of teams. We're looking at Carlton versus the Dockers at Marvel Stadium, 3.20 p.m. Get down to the game if you can. It's going to be – I don't know how good this one's going to be because Carlton need to show something. Um, apparently, can you smell what the Blues are cooking? Um, and they're coming. And look, you could throw any of the other taglines they've done over the last 10 seasons, and we're still waiting. I think Australia Post actually deliver faster than Carlton, to be honest. Um, the Dockers, they played some absolutely good football last week. Even the week against Melbourne, they were decimated with injuries, but they still were able to, to, to you know, hold themselves out. They kept the margin just under four goals for the entire game. The Blues at the moment, they've got all they've got they've, they've got so much talent at their disposal, but they just can't get it together. And I don't think they're going to get it together because I don't think Fremantle are going to allow them. It's going to be a quick deck, and I think that suits Fremantle to a T. So I'm taking the the Dockers over this one. Can you imagine, uh, Peps, if the Dockers actually beat Carlton, like a, a zero and three start to the season? Can you imagine that? What Carlton having a zero and three start to the season? No, no, it's just more the fact that the media and the Teague train is that just going to be. Whoa, whoa, boys. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, is, the, the, is the Teague is the answer? Oh, I think the team have to – I don't think it's always the coach, mate. I think the players need to start believing in themselves as well too. There are, there's been some 
cracking teams that have had good coaches, and there's been some shocking team. There's been some really awesome teams with bad coaches as well too. Chris Scott. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, we'll leave that one alone until uh, later. And there's also been bad coaches with bad tans and bad hairdos as well. <clears throat> Chris Scott. Uh, so going with this one, I'm going with the Dockers. They have won two out of the last three by an average of four points as well too. I don't think it's as close as paper on that. I just think that um, Fremantle have just got so much more to offer, especially at the top end. And I'm going to take Frio to beat the Blues, but I don't think this is going to be a blowout. This could be around about a, maybe a tray goal, three goal margin at the most. Yeah. Yep. I, All right. I'm with you. You're right with that one? Okay, let's see if you're going to be because the game of Easter Sunday, this is the one where you've eaten all your chocolates, you, you, you've blown out, you just need to throw some footy on. This is a game to watch. The GWS Giants versus the Ds. The Giants have had an absolutely shocking start to the year and on comparison, the Ds have had a couple of really good wins. Looking at the two teams, I have to go – if I went by the head, I would say that Melbourne should win this and win this convincingly. I don't think they've got a Ruckman to go with Gorn. The four line's working well. The midfield is just ticking along nicely. And when you've got Lever, Tomlinson and May sitting down back, Rivers on one side, Hunt on the other, Jetta just stopping the smalls. They did an amazing job against the Saints last week. I can't see them being beaten. Yep. That saying, if I go with my heart – I'm still going to go with Melbourne, but I don't trust them. This, this, is, this is the perfect game for Melbourne to win and win well. Melbourne win this, they're basically going to make finals. That's, that's it. Go 3-0, and oh, it's going to be harder to get out than get in. I will say, though, the Ds have won two of the last three by an average of 25 points. So I'm going with Melbourne. Peps, I thought you were going to say the exact opposite of what you've just said. I thought you were going to say that this is the exact game that Melbourne loses and it just derails the season. This this is, I will say it, Peps, this is the exact game that Melbourne loses and it derails the season. This is your danger game. I know. You don't have to tell me, mate. You don't have to tell me. Yeah. So this is, Peps, I'm so surprised you're so confident. I am just... So surprised. I thought this is Giants are crap. Melbourne are flying. This is the game where Melbourne will go down by less than 14 points. <laughs> Peps, you know, you know this. You're, you're, you're a long-suffering Melbourne supporter. Know, but, Your but confidence I think, I think is shocking. Look, we've got an extra year of maturity. I think we've got a chance. I've, I've, look, dude, I've got to start believing. I have to start believing. And from what I've seen in the first couple of weeks, I think I'm believing. All right. Let me this just be a big test. So I'm right. going with the Melbourne. I'm going with the D's. Sunday night, keep yep. your mo- listeners, keep your mobile phones ready because there could be a complete blow up on Facebook Live when Peps goes on the Lace Out Facebook page and kicks around bags in the garage or gets his daughter to film something or you know it's coming. He gets so angry. I, I look. I've, I'm calm at the moment. <laughs> at the moment. At the moment. You have a couple of drinks in you, and you just your blood will start boiling a bit. Oh, it'll be boiling. Look, look. Like I said last week, I had to walk out of the Torquay pub because I couldn't watch the last quarter of the D's game. I was that nervous. I think I'm a little bit more confident this week. But you know what? I'm really confident in football. Is definitely going to be the winner Monday, April five. It is the traditional Easter Monday game between the Cats. And the Hawks, 3.20 p.m. Saturday afternoon footy. You can't ask for much more than that. I tell you what, Geelong, they're going to find it hard. They're going to um, – there's no danger. 
It's not at the G. Hawthorne, mm-hmm. they snuck in a win. Could you imagine if they were going into this game and they were zero and two based on that free kick yet being given? The whole narrative around this game would be so much more. Yeah. Um, looking at the history once again, Geelong two out of the last three, average winning margin of forty-two points. Geez, I think. Uh, Look, Hawthorne have got a lot of spunk about them. They've got CJ, they've got Will Day, the Warpool, the Warpedo, who I love. Um, hasn't been going too well. Mitchell up front. I just think, though, looking at the tall timber down for Geelong at the G, they like the wide grounds. They can't afford to go one and two. So I think Geelong, but this might actually be a little bit tighter than most people think. There's a bit of spunk about the Hawks. Clarko will definitely have something planned. Just have to yep. wait and see what it is. These two teams could be 1 and 18 on the ladder and this game is always going to be a tight game. I feel it's always the game where both clubs get themselves up for. And I think this is, this is going to be around that 20-point mark as well. It, it's Hawthorne's grand final. Yep. Outside of finals. <laughs> outside of the three they've won. Yeah, exactly. Or outside of the seven that someone... Was happy to tell me about the other week that they've seen. How many of you see Melbourne? He was <laughs> booted, he was booted as a member from the page. Um, but yeah, so I think Geelong will win this one, but it, it will be, it will be closer than most people think. So there's our tips for the weekend. Bit of bit of movement amongst. So far, I think we're looking pretty even, but I think you've had a, you've had a slight edge on me. But you know what? There's our tips. Get onto us. Hey, also get onto the Facebook page and just let us know who do you think is going to be a certainty for this weekend. Um, and also, once again, if you're loving what we're doing, tipped out, lace out, leave a review on, on iTunes because the more people that can experience this great podcast and the great community that we have, um, football is the winner. So there's your chips. Good luck for your team over the weekend and have a safe and merry Easter. Drive safe. Look after your families and more importantly, uh, enjoy the footy. And uh, J-Dog, once again, how do you like your tipping? I like it tipped out. Oh, he's got that down, Pat, hasn't he? Have a great weekend, listeners. We'll see you on Tuesday. See you, listeners.